Tonight, we welcome a very special guest. He's a member of an elite Christian brotherhood who, as an elder, continues to repeatedly serve others whenever called. Now I want to disclose my own personal story. I have witnessed friends and families who, when there is either a loved one on the deathbed or unexplainable disturbance in the home, call their, their face elders for help, and whatever whatever reason, those elders are unable to come at that very moment. So the family members pace around feverishly, then finally make a last resort decision to call an elder like the one about to be interviewed. When these elders arrive for whatever reason, as the comedian Larry the Cable Guy says, they get her done. We are fortunate that this guest tonight is able to come on the show and share with us his personal insights about the topic, Temptations of the Devil. Hi, Charles. Welcome to the show. Hey, Colin. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And uh, so we'll kind of get into this a little bit. Um, can you please share with our audience a little bit about your background? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So I'm 45 years old, as it is, and uh, I grew up in Las Vegas. I was born and raised in Las Vegas, Sin City. And for the last 15 years, I've been working as a corrections officer for the Clark County Detention Center. Currently, though, we uh, we now live in Texas, in New Braunfels, Texas, and now I'm just a uh, simple handyman. Uh, there were there were very specific reasons for for moving uh, to Texas, and and part of that was uh, for my family. Uh, in particular, one of my daughters is deaf who will be attending the uh, Texas School for Deaf. So that was what brought us here and got me out of the career of, of law enforcement. But uh, I have a wife and uh, 13 kids, uh, 11 of whom were adopted. And uh, so here I am today as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I serve in the capacity as just a youth leader and as a ministering brother, so I do visits uh, on occasion to uh, members of our church, and uh, I'm very active and participate, but uh, that's the gist of me. Okay. Um, can you please share with, um, can you please let us know what is your definition of temptation and how is this topic important uh, for someone to pay attention to? So, instead of a definition, I'm going to give a metaphor. And uh, the best way I can describe temptation is that temptation is a lure, like what is used in fishing. And uh, basically, it's it's a trap. It's something that, that lures you in and leads you to sin. And sin, without repentance, leads to spiritual death, which is a separation from God. And so, I think all of us have the ultimate goal of wanting to return to our Heavenly Father to uh, to go to heaven. And so, yeah, it's important to avoid temptation. Right. Um, how does Satan and his followers usually present themselves to someone who's being tempted? Well, it's, it's hard to describe because... It's different for everyone. There's 
everyone has their own weaknesses, and Satan wishes to capitalize on, on people's weaknesses. And so what, what may not be a temptation for me might be a temptation for someone else, a weakness. And those temptations manifest themselves in many different ways. But, uh, there are a couple, couple things that we can identify that, um, will help us understand what those temptations are. Now, we all have appetites and desires. Now, two of the appetites that I'll, that I'll identify specifically, uh, one is food. And so with an appetite and food, when you, when you think of food, food is important for the human body to exist. Without food, you can't exist. If you don't eat, you'll die. And then the, the, the second is, is sex. And so we all have a sex drive that, um, that perpetuates the human family. Without it, there would be no reproduction, there would be no children, no, uh, progenitors. And so, those are two appetites that Satan uses against us. We've all had that, that temptation to, to eat more food or eat bad food. Uh, we've all had that temptation to look at a woman or to be with someone that, uh, that isn't married to us. And those are sins. Um, anything, though, that is good comes from God, and anything that is evil comes from the devil. And so if you find yourself being drawn towards something that is good, you know it comes from God. And if you're being drawn towards something that is bad, then you know it comes from the devil. And simply simply this, um, we've all been born with the light of Christ, a conscience that guides us. And so I think deep down inside, all of us know when we see something or hear something, we know whether it's good or evil, and uh, that's that's what guides us through making those decisions of temptation. Gotcha. Um, can you please share with us how Satan went from being an angel on God's right hand to masquerading hate and suffering on this earth, where he seeks any opportunity to destroy our lives? Satan was originally labeled as Lucifer and was was in a position of power once upon a time and there was a plan presented to give us agency and have us come to earth to learn to become like our Heavenly Father to, to, to develop the attributes that He has patience, love, kindness um, forgiveness and Lucifer presented a different plan where he was basically trying to uh, rob God of his glory and all that's all he really wanted was to steal the glory and so therefore he rebelled against God and he was then thus cast out and being miserable and not moving forward not gaining a body, not moving into this, uh, into this realm where we are and onto earth where we are tried and tested and, uh, prepare ourselves to, to be like God as far as learning his attributes. 
uh, Satan was miserable, and therefore he wants all of us to be miserable like he is, and then therefore became the devil because he was cast out and became the tempter. How much of the blame of temptation would you say belongs to Satan and how much belongs to man? I mean, there's some times <laughs> that we, you know, we just want to blame it all on him and say everything, you know, is Satan's fault. That's, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite questions. Um, so, there's, there's two sides of it. Give me a second. Yeah, no problem. So, so as I, as I mentioned earlier, all evil comes from the devil. And as such, anything that leads us to do sin is a temptation to do evil. Um, along with that, though, sometimes we can avoid temptations by staying away from somewhere, by not listening to something that's already evil. Nowadays, evil is portrayed as good, and good is portrayed as evil. It's all around us. It's being accepted globally, all this evil. And so what happens is, is that we, we get to choose whether we're going to resist evil or avoid evil. And what happens is, when we place ourselves in vulnerable situations, then we have to resist the temptation. But if we stay away from those places, whether it's a physical place or a, or a, an intellectual place as far as on the internet, uh, there are lots of dark holes that we can, we can go down on the internet. But if we avoid those places, are we going to be tempted? So much of what happens, we bring upon ourselves because of the conspiracies of men. Smoking a cigarette, no one, no one in their right mind would say that smoking is good for them. So why would that be something that comes from God? That's not. So is it a temptation? Well, if you're hanging out with people who smoke, then maybe you'll have that temptation to smoke too, to maybe fit in. So my suggestion here is, is that let's not pay stupid tax. Let's not pay stupid tax. Stupid tax is when we put ourselves in a vulnerable position that allows us to be tempted now we have to resist it. So let's let's avoid that. Let's just start from the beginning and avoid it. But in order to do that, we have to set our standards right now. We have to make a decision right now what our standards are. And so we have we have the scriptures that teach us about God and about his attributes and we know what he wants us to do. We can use prayer uh, to help guide us in making those decisions. What are our standards? So when we know what our standards are, I can make a decision right now 
I can make that decision and say, I am not going to smoke. So when somebody says, hey, do you want a cigarette? It's pretty good, man. Or do you want, do you want something else? Um, whatever the temptation is, I've made my decision. It's easy. I can walk away real easy. Now, the rest of it, though, there, there are things that are influenced on us, and, and those are the things that, that we have to resist. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of both when it comes to Satan tempting us and man-made temptations. We, we, we bring a lot on ourselves, but we also manifest what our weaknesses are when we succumb to those temptations or to our weaknesses. So, if, if we have that weakness and we succumb to it, we're, we're telling Satan that this is something that I'm susceptible to. And so, if you're wishy-washy on that standard, then you're going to, you're probably, probably going to fall into that temptation. And so we have to decide once again today, right now, what we're going to do is our standards. And, and then we can avoid it altogether. That makes a lot of sense. Now, if someone's already in the strongholds of the devil, you know, they've already gotten down the road uh, in their temptation, and he's kind of gotten a hold of them, is it something that's easy just to walk away from and break free of, or would they need to have someone um, like yourself or someone in a church help them to to get away from that? Is is it something they can do on their own, or would they? Would you suggest them uh, seeking someone to to help them through that? That's a great question. First of all, every action that we take starts with a thought, and so the thought turns into either vocalized or an action. From that action, it then becomes a habit. And from that habit, it becomes character. So you're asking how far, if somebody's way deep into some sort of temptation, and I'm going to call it a bad habit, whether it's drugs or alcoholism or some other uh, abusive or negative habit, it can be overcome. But I'll tell you what, you cannot do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own. First off, you need Jesus Christ in your life. Second off, if you seek the help of, of others, especially clergy, uh, such as myself, then then that is a great place to go to receive guidance. And even within our church, we have we have the twelve step program, and it's widely used across the whole U.S. I don't know about other countries, but um, having been in law enforcement for the last fifteen years. I've, I've seen the success of a 12-step program, which even emphasizes the grace of Christ. Now, that's, that's the key here, is that we need Christ's help to overcome any major uh, character flaw that comes from the development of bad habits, which come from taking just one step in that wrong direction. It's all a it's all a gradual path. It doesn't happen just one day. You wake up and go, okay, I'm going to be this evil person. No, it's it's taking steps 
into the darkness. And so to overcome it, we have to, we have to rely on the grace of Jesus Christ. And I would suggest strongly seeking the help of clergy to overcome it and using getting yourself involved in uh, the 12-step program, which will definitely help you overcome that. Great. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, you know, with everything going on in the world, with, uh, with the weather changes and, and, um, and, you know, the COVID going on, um, according to the Washington Post, August 9th, 2021, extreme climate change is dramatically proliferating. The American Geophysical Union, April 24, 2021, claims the extreme changes of the climate has shifted the Earth's axis. The Dallas Morning News, July 15, 2021, said that the coronavirus will not end but will continue to linger, causing health emergencies. And the CDC said February 4, 2021, depression rates are soaring. And uh, is that something the adversary is is able to, is capable of doing? Is he is he capable of controlling our planet in a way where he can he's continually manipulating it to make it worse? Well, let me say first of all that God is in charge of everything. You will not go before your time, and the earth will not come to an end before its time. But that's not just one thing that's that's happening here it's the culmination of millions of things happening and so if that means that uh that a company is washing horrible fluids or chemicals down a river that causes disaster and if that means that uh someone has contaminated anything anyone or committed some biological wealth warfare of any sort. Uh, God is aware of those things. But it's not just one thing that's happened. It's the culmination of millions of things, millions of temptations. And he's, he's chasing everyone. The devil and his angels are chasing everyone. He wants everyone to be miserable. And so is, he's, he's recruiting millions of people. And that's how he's, uh, that's how he's working havoc on the earth. But I will tell you this, that God will be with us. As long as, as long as we are faithful and keep the commandments, there is, there is nothing that we can't overcome. No peace that we can't find and no hope that, that will be shattered as long as we have faith in Christ and look to him. I appreciate that information. That makes that uh, that that's pretty clear, and I and I, it made a lot of sense to me. Um, Charles, can you please share with the audience how they can contact you or uh, similar elders um, if they require the get her done help? <laughs> yeah, of course. So my phone number is seven zero two eight one zero two two four six. Now, just to remind you, I am living in New Braunfels, so I only have so much reach. And then, uh, of course, uh, it's not the, the, the correct area code for this uh, area because I am from, from Las Vegas. Uh, but otherwise, 
they can always get on LDS.org, and uh, there is a uh, a way to uh, contact the missionaries. So, if, uh, if anyone wants to, they can they can just type in LDS.org and uh, you know, search for the missionaries, and uh, that will help them uh, get in contact with them. Great, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Charles, for being on the show. Uh, I would like to have you on again sometime to discuss other topics in the future, if you'd be willing to. And um, I hope that you have a great day. And thank you for coming on and sharing all your information and your wisdom. I, it was it's such a great uh, great experience to have you on. Thank you, Colin. I appreciate the uh, the opportunity to be with you and talk about temptation. It's definitely uh, something that uh, is on my mind and. Uh, you know, I pray and hope that uh, everyone out there can uh, keep their heads high and, and trust in God, that uh, that He will deliver them. And uh, I know you can do it. You know, it's not always easy, but uh, it definitely can be overcome. And uh, God will be with you. Thanks, Colin. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm.